to surrender the heart to Jesus or to come forward and represent a family member stand at the altar and give your life to the Lord and I got thinking about giving our heart to the Lord I want to just share a few words on this we're living in very prophetic days when I'm saying to you every week and Father Jerry as well about giving your heart to Jesus this is not just a word or a phrase this is a reality this is a reality that we're living in last week last, yesterday it came up in the Bible school somebody talked about our conscience and just follow our conscience and I had to, I had to bring a wee bit of correction because the Bible says that your conscience can be seared like a hot iron our consciences can be defiled our consciences can be weakened by other messages that we take in. Now this might be for you, but it might just be to educate you how God sees what's happening in the world today. And it may just help you understand when you're evangelizing people. The most popular maxim, and the maxim is a phrase, it's an understanding and the world today is this. I just follow my heart. I just follow my heart. But the Bible doesn't say you should follow your heart. The Bible says you should follow God. Many people today are making wrong decisions by following the heart. And it could be your friends and family members that just say, well, I'm just following my heart. Jeremiah, could you put that first? Jeremiah 17 says this. The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's why we say, give your heart to Jesus because outside of Christ outside of knowing the Lord people are just following their heart if it feels good do it the heart is deceitful above all things desperately wicked who could know Many young women are having abortions today because they're falling their heart. I'm just going with my heart. And parents and friends are encouraging them, going with their heart. Your heart can take you so far away from the Lord that you actually think it's a good thing because I'm following my heart. I say that with all compassion to any woman under my voice just now that you may ever had an abortion. God is faithful, God is loving, kind, compassionate. He can forgive you of that. But I'm just saying so many people have been taken away with this false philosophy. I'm just following my heart. Go with your instincts. Go with what feels good. 
that's not what the Bible teaches. And that's why we're launching Bible school. So that people can understand this is what God's word says. Let's look at the next scripture. Let's look at what Jesus said. This is the Old Testament. Let's look at what the Master said, the next scripture. Matthew 15. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Jesus said this. You can't trust your heart. That's why you have to get a new heart. That's why you need a heart transplant. Transgenderism. Let's deal with it. We're transitioning from male to female. I just fall in my heart. What about that young man who spent 11 days in prison? Young school teacher, did you read it? Enoch, he's well named. Enoch. He's sorry? He should never be in jail, David. He refused to call, call a boy a girl. Have we taken leave of our senses? You think back in your parents' time, they would be like, what? Transgender? I just feel I'm a female. And the parents were supporting this child. He's got his heart. He feels he's a ghetto. And that young school teacher, because he refused to acknowledge that, because the Bible says this, God created a male and female. Male and female. The whole LGBTQ, I'm going with my heart. It's totally against God's word. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. God created them male and female is disordered. But they're going with their hearts, genuinely, sincere. Our default is sin. This is the gospel summed up in four hours. Relationship. God created us for relationship. Rebellion. We rebelled. Sin entered the heart. Sin entered the world. The third hour, redemption. The cross. Jesus came to redeem us. And the fourth hour, response. What's your response to the gospel? You don't have to teach a child to be bad, do you? I've got six grandchildren now. You don't have to teach them to just... It's in them. It's in us all. But you can leave here today and you can go to work tomorrow and you'll hear people saying, I'm just following my heart. I'm just doing this because I think it's good, it feels good. But that's not what the Bible teaches. This is the master, this is not teriology. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, theft, false witnesses, blasphemies. Do you know that prisons are full of people who follow their heart? Rehabs? You talk to people who've ever suffered with addiction. Jim, tell us a few stories. Drugs? 
give you the super duper high you ever experience. Feels good. Heroin. Take you to a place you've never been before. Just fall in the heart. Then it becomes a form of escape. Can't cope with normal life. They have to have cocaine. Drugs. Paul, you know the story. You've been there. But just fall in the heart. Because it feels good. And many of you know, I worked with drug addicts for years in Scotland. And we used to always say to them, son, there's no greater high than the most high. Because once you've met the Lord, he's the greatest high you'll ever experience. Who needs drugs? Sex. Sex feels good. How many people are fornicating? How many young girls today are left? Single parent families. Guys bragging the pop who they're sleeping with. The heart is desperately wicked. And outside of Christ, this is why this is so important for us. Outside of Christ, their hearts are going to take them to hell. Their hearts will separate them from the master forever. And they'll keep doing things that just follow my heart. President Putin, would he say maybe he's following his heart? He's killing Ukrainians by the thousands. To Joe Biden who claims to be a Catholic, and Nancy Pelosi, that claims to be Catholic. And we drummed that home yesterday at our Bible school. We have a Catholic magisterium. It's not up for discussion. Jesus said, when you speak, I speak. When they hear you, they hear me. But Joe Biden, he's falling his heart. He's falling his heart and baking. Portion widespread. Nancy Pelosi. Catholic. I'm Catholic. Joe Biden was showing his rosary beads. He's following his heart. He needs a new heart. He needs to surrender his heart and get a new heart. What's the next scripture? Are you okay so far? Proverbs 23. What does it say, Joan? Love your voice. I love when Joan reads the scripture, do you? She sounds like Lady Diana. (laughs) My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. Give me your heart. My son, see how tender that is? And we talked about that yesterday at the Bible school. The Bible's, you don't approach the Bible with some kind of academic, a theological degree. You approach the Bible like a child coming to meet his father. This is what this book's all about. A father speaking to his children. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. 
And when you give God your heart, he comes and takes over. And he starts to lead you. And he starts to show you the scriptures and the truth. And the truth is, we need to tell others about Jesus. We need to tell them that they're following the heart and the heart needs a transplant. And it sounds good and it sounds okay and I'm living with my boyfriend but you know I'm following my heart. The Bible says that's fornication. That's a serious sin. Oh, you're just getting old fashioned. That's what we're hearing today. Oh, that's just the church. The Ten Commandments was a father speaking to his children. Don't commit adultery. Don't lie. You don't have to steal from one another. Honor your mother and your father. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. The Ten Commandments have become the Ten Suggestions today. Take it or leave it. I can do about this about that. I'm not really going to fully obey the Ten Commandments. Ten Invitations. No, they're not the Ten Invitations or the Ten Suggestions. They're the Ten Commandments. Why? Because you have a better life. All of us will have a better life if we just, can you imagine if the whole world just obeyed the Ten Commandments? Utopia. Amazing. And we would be able to leave our doors open, unlocked, and cars unlocked. We, we would be able to do that because nobody would be stealing. And nobody would be, the, we'd be committing adultery with other women's wives and fornicating and stealing and lying. And what a life we would have. But somehow, the world outside there. See the Ten Commandments like God's angry. God, God's tried to stop our good time and we want to have a good crack and a bit of fun. What's wrong with you, Lord? Anything that has the capacity to produce power comes with warning labels. You and I have the capacity to produce power. Can you imagine how powerful this is? The God who creates the universe shares the universe with us. It's yours. Take it. You've got real dominion, authority. You can have my anointing. You can have my glory. Some people say, well, God doesn't share his glory. No, that scripture's taken out of context. God does. God does not share his glory with another God. But God shares his glory with us. John 17, Father, the glory you gave me, give it to them. We have the power to create life. Male and female, the power to create life. So anything that has the capacity to produce power comes with warning labels. It's a warning labels. My son, give you, give me your heart. You took a, an electric knife. 
first thing you take out of the package, you'll see warning labels. That's just how to handle this thing. It'll cut your fingers off. Any electric thing comes with warning labels. Even if it's a lawnmower, warning labels. You'll cut your toes off if you don't abide by the rules. And this is what the Bible's all about. Give me your heart. Have we got another scripture there? This is what the Jews say. Every day it's called the Shema Israel. Every day they pray that. Do you want to say it, John? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. <clears throat> Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Love the Lord your God with your heart, with all your soul. Every day they say that word. Every day they pray that. With all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not in your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I was in Scotland a few months ago. I was at a funeral. And a friend of mine was at a funeral. I saw him going up to communion afterwards. And I've known him since he was that height. And I spoke to him afterwards. He's retired now. His wife died tragically a few years ago of cancer. He's got a new girl, younger girl. He's living with her. Traveling the world. Retired with quite a bit of money. And he knows where I'm coming from. He knows me. But he's just spending the rest of his life taking holiday after holiday after holiday after holiday and living with this girl. And he looked at me before I even get a chance to say something. Before you say anything, Terry, you're a long time deed. You know what the translation is for that? <laughs> Were they going to get the gospel? I don't want to hear it. You're a long time deed, Terry. In other words, I'm going to enjoy my life. He's fallen his heart. But he's fallen his heart into a life of sin. Unless he repents and gets back to Jesus. He will be a long time dead. But where? Where will he spend? Eternity, and I'm away, so sad. And I says to my brother, I says, if I just only get a chance, he says, he was not going to give you a chance. That's why he said, you're a long time dead. You and me have got friends and family that we need to reach with the gospel who are falling apart. We've got people coming to Mass who think, I'm just following my heart. I don't believe in the teachings of the church. I don't believe, see, I love Jesus, but I don't believe in the teachings of the church because I'm a bit old-fashioned now. I'm following my heart. That's rife right across the Catholic church, not just an island, right across the world. Following my heart. One more scripture. This is 
scripture in Ezekiel is one of my favorite scriptures. When I first read this scripture as a young man, I promise a new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will take away the stony heart of your flesh. A new heart I will give you. God wants to give us a new heart. And up until that time, our hearts will lead us into sin and it leads into false way of thinking and a philosophy that's come into the church. But you know what? We don't have to do this any longer. We just go with what we think's right. We can't. That's why we need the scripture. That's why we need the teaching of the church. To keep us right. To keep us in the straight and narrow. So if this message may be not for you, Maybe it's for you to understand more clearly the gospel. Because so many of our friends, family, workmates will say to you, I'm just following my heart. But they need a new heart. Jesus offers us the opportunity of a heart transplant. Amen. Let's just bow our head just for a few minutes, just in finishing. Lord, we just thank you today for your presence. Lord, we ask you to give us a new heart. Change our hearts, oh God. Help us to follow you. Help us to respond to your ways, teach us your ways and your wisdom, how we can reach people with your words. Lord, we give our hearts to you. We give our hearts to you today. And we just tell you, Lord, that we love you that we just love you Lord and help us to reach the lost help us to reach those who need you more than ever who are following their hearts and not knowing the deception Lord we just love you thank you for your presence among us Maybe you're here today. Maybe you're watching by way of YouTube. And you've never surrendered your heart. It's time. It's time for a heart transplant. And the invite's here from the Lord. The Master is here. And he's saying, come. Give me your heart. Son, daughter, give me your heart. If that's you today and you want to surrender your heart, let me see your hand. Just lift your hand. God bless. God bless you. God bless. God bless. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 
Shall we stand? We're going to sing this song. And let's sing it together as a prayer. It's called, Lord, I give you my heart. And for those who put your hands up, do you want to come forward? Come on forward, meet me at the altar. Do you want to give your heart to Jesus? Surrender your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God bless. Surrender your heart to Jesus. Give us a heart transplant, Lord. Let's sing this together. This is my desire to I give you my heart. 